If there's something in your business that you want to do or accomplish, but somehow you just can't bring yourself to do the things and you've thought, or maybe you've been made to feel like your mindset is the issue, I hope that this episode helps you see that your mindset may not actually be the problem at all. My name is Jenna and this is Building Balance. You're in the right place if you're a business owner who wants to do all the things, but you're running out of time in your day. On this podcast, I share thoughts and ideas about how to be productive in a human-friendly way and build more balance between business and life, even if it's just you in your business. If all that sounds good to you, let's just jump right in. In the past little while, in the past few years, I felt like every online business owner and their aunt has been talking about mindset, but in ways that range from fluffy and superficial to downright gross or harmful, which is why I've often shied away from talking about mindset. And that feels a bit silly sometimes since I'm a psychologist and I am very aware of how our thoughts can shape our actions. But I just don't want my stuff to be lumped together with this fluffy or harmful mindset stuff out there. So it's kind of been easier to not say that much, at least publicly, even if I've talked about some of it with my clients. Lately, though, I have realized that because of that mindset noise out there, many small business owners have been taught to believe that something's wrong with their mindset if they can't make progress or if they struggle with following through on things. So I think it's important to give a different perspective on mindset um, when it comes to all that. I actually already um, made a, a version of this episode three weeks ago, but something about it just didn't work for me. I felt like something was off, so I've just let it marinate. I've come back to the script a few times to try and figure things out. I just didn't feel good about forcing it last week either. I didn't want to push through it over the weekend, which is why this episode now comes to you a day late, because um, it's Monday. It's the day when I'm publishing this episode that I'm recording it, producing it, and just gonna put it out there. Because I finally figured out what the issue was with it. I had tried to kind of make several things happen in this episode. I have had kind of so many... I don't know, so many points I wanted to make, and I realized that I could solve this episode's struggle with just splitting it into two different episodes. So in this episode, I want to talk about two things that the online business space gets wrong about mindset, two kind of mindset myths, if you will. And then in the next episode, I'm going to share how I approach quote unquote mindset stuff in my work. I want to preface this episode by saying that while I am a trained psychologist, I don't have like decades of mindset research or anything like that under my belt. And I also haven't worked as an official psychologist for soon 11 years. It's going to be 11 years since we moved to the US soon. So that's a bit wild. Um, but there are many, many people out there who have no training in dealing with people's brains, but who are still talking about mindset and often in ways that makes things worse for people. So 
I feel somewhat confident in still giving my two cents on this subject. So the first thing that the online business space gets wrong about mindset is assuming that all your struggles are about mindset. Because really, not everything is about mindset. Mindset has been talked about so, so much that I feel like we've been made to think that all our struggles are in our head. And like, yeah, it would be nice if it was that simple, right? If all we needed to do to be able to make progress was to just shift our mindset, For sure, mindset affects what we do and accomplish, like I, you know, said before, but it's not the only thing. And I think the underlying problem here is that it's just easier for coaches to to sell a service that promises this one solution to all of our struggles. So that's why it's become such a hot topic. (laughs) I don't think um, I've used the expression hot topic ever in my life before, but um, here we are. I think kind of attributing everything to mindset in my mind has a bit of a religious or like cult-like feel. It's an easy way to push all the responsibility on you, the customer or the consumer, the client, because no one can measure or prove whether or not mindset actually is at fault, which also makes it hard to prove whether their method is is great or flawed, right? But there are many things that could be going on beyond just mindset, and I thought that I'd share a few here that I don't feel like are talked about enough. Your body plays a part in everything you strive to do. And when I refer to body in this episode, I'm I'm talking about like all of the physicalness of you. It's your body, your nervous system, your brain, like all of this stuff. Because really, like we can't really separate our brains and nervous systems from our bodies because it's all a big system that works together. Anyway, if you already feel, let's say, stressed or tired or overwhelmed, and then following through on the action you want to do takes effort. It's going to be that much harder to convince your body to be on board um, because it just wants you wants to protect you from like getting yourself even further stressed, tired, overwhelmed. It's also hard to do new things or things we're not used to doing just because of how our bodies are built, because the wiring to do these things just isn't established in the brain yet. Even something that you want to do or that you're excited about can still feel like too much to your body, depending on the circumstances. And then all that noise out there about mindset has just trained us to think that when our body puts the brakes on on something, it's our mindset. It's our fault, right? When actually other things might be at play and our body is just trying to help us out. But the good news is that we can do things to support our body to be more okay with doing the things, even if it takes effort. Which brings me to the next thing that could be at play when you can't do the things. 
if your productivity ecosystem is out of balance, it's hard to be productive and follow through on the things that you want to do. The productivity ecosystem is the framework that I lean on to help my clients be productive in a sustainable, human-friendly way. The ecosystem consists of wholeness, design, and CISO. You need a good enough level of all of these three to keep showing up for your business in a sustainable way long term. Wholeness is all about your well-being, because if you don't feel well, it's hard to keep showing up. So a lack of wholeness might show if you're not getting your basic needs of sleep, food, water, movement, even social relationships um, met, for example. It might show if you don't get to do enough recharging activities or maybe if your emotional or mental needs aren't being met. It might show itself in ways like when you're done working for the day you don't have energy for much beyond like netflix like you maybe don't have the energy to go out or to see people then we have design design is about the systems and practices that support you in business but also outside of it so A lack of design might show itself as being unclear on what to work on, feeling like your schedule is a mess, having too much on your to-do list, or just kind of feeling frazzled or overwhelmed. It could manifest itself as resenting your marketing or sales activities, or just like as this general wondering if what you're doing is actually even um, taking you towards your goals. It could also look like not really having a routine for taking good care of yourself. Then we have sisu, which is a Finnish word that roughly translates as a mix of grit, determination, resilience, and courage. So the sisu part of the ecosystem is in a nutshell about supporting your ability to stay motivated and resilient, even when things are challenging. A lack of CISO might show itself as feeling kind of meh about business, even if things are objectively going okay. Like maybe you're not too motivated by your work or by the money it brings in anymore. It might look like feeling a pit in your stomach when you think about client work or when you get a new booking. Um, You might feel like something's just missing in your business right now. Sisu is probably the piece of the ecosystem that could kind of be the most related to mindset work, but also it's not quite the same. And well, I'm going to dive more into that in that next episode I talked about earlier. I call this framework an ecosystem for a reason. All of these parts support each other and feed into each other and affect each other, right? We Finns are really proud about how we can get through anything with Sisu, but you still got to have a good basic level of wholeness and design to be able to get through something with just Sisu. Or we can push through with Sisu periodically, but we can't rely on just Sisu long term. So I'd argue that if you can get yourself to do the things by just thinking differently, by just like mentally pushing yourself a little bit, you've probably got the privilege of a pretty healthy productivity ecosystem, pretty balanced productivity ecosystem. But if not, there may be pretty simple things that you could tweak to experience a change 
to balance out your ecosystem pretty quickly. If you're curious about the ecosystem, you can read more about it at jennahelberg.com ecosystem. I'm going to link to that in the description of this episode too. The third thing that might be affecting your ability to do the things um, that has nothing to do with your mindset is just life. Sometimes what's affecting your productivity or your progress is just the season of life or the situation you're in. Maybe something's going on with the family. Maybe there's something, you know, big happening in the world like a war. Or maybe something's going on with you or your health. Maybe you've just had a really rough day or a week or a season. Maybe your hormones are messing with you. So blaming everything on mindset doesn't account for all the nuance, for all the other like 17,000 factors that might be at the root of our challenges. And when we're busy thinking that something's wrong with us, with our mindset, you know, we're self-sabotaging, then we're missing out on figuring out what's actually causing issues. And then when we stop focusing on mindset, we can turn our focus to the tangible solutions that can be supportive quite quickly sometimes. Or, or you know, we can adjust to or accept that this is just the situation. This is just life right now without putting so much judgment on ourselves or expecting more than we have the capacity for. So not everything is about mindset. Now we've come to the second thing that I think the online business space gets wrong about mindset. Acting as if changing our mindset is as easy as flipping a switch. The underlying problem here is that there's this like popularized way of talking about mindset That makes it seem like every little thought you have throughout your day is mindset related. That every time you just change your mind about something or think about something differently, that that's a mindset shift. So that's what I meant when I called a lot of the mindset stuff out there superficial. The definition of mindset has become really broad and often includes thoughts that are very fluctuating. And I think that the word we should be using in the everyday is changing perspectives, changing your mind, etc. Not necessarily changing your mindset. If the main source behind your struggles truly is mindset, it may be quite challenging to work on it. It's called mindset for a reason. It is pretty set. It's not easily fluctuating. Mindset is what you believe about yourself, about other people, about how the world works, and your mindset has formed throughout years and years by the environment you grew up in, the beliefs of the people you were the most around, the culture you grew up in, the experiences you had, which sometimes include trauma, little t or big t trauma. So we may shift our perspective or how we feel and think throughout our days based on a lot of different things, but our mindset at the core doesn't change that easily, or certainly not from just trying to force ourselves to think differently. I am going to bring in an example from the show Married at First Sight. So this is like a little spoiler alert in in case you're watching the current season. Um, 
and haven't seen all of the episodes. But the premise of the show is that two strangers get married at first sight. There are these experts who have picked the pair for each other. And then um, they got a, I think it's over the course of two months, they live together, they share a life. And then after the two months, they decide whether or not they want to stay together. So there's this guy, Clint, who is married to Gina. And he thinks that she shouldn't be so wrapped up in her business. He was feeling quite frustrated about it. And he's like made this frustration clear over the course of several episodes. <laughs> but then there's this one episode where he calls his mom and he asks her, like, hey, do you let your business take priority over your life? And she says, oh, no, like, I wouldn't do that. But then she says, well, like, in the first few years of the business, I really had to be focused on it to get it off the ground, that that she's been able to have balance since then. But that at the beginning, you do have to put some extra effort in. So that conversation with his mom made him see that, oh, yeah, I should support my wife more since she is in the first few years of her business. But I still think that some work-life balance would be important too. So he didn't change his like mindset around work-life balance being important, but he did see his wife being so focused on the business in a new light, right? So he didn't change his fundamental belief, but he could change how he views this current season of their life together. So changing your mind, seeing things in a new way, thinking about something differently, that can happen really quickly just as you get new information. But the core of you isn't as easily swayed. It's hard to make yourself believe something different just because in theory it would be advantageous to you. It takes time, it takes practice and experiences. So yeah, those were the two mindset myths <laughs> or things I wanted to share with you today that not everything is about mindset and that changing your mindset is not as easy as flipping a switch. I do want to say here that if you like at the core do believe that you don't have a good mindset, if you don't think that you're gonna succeed in anything, that you don't deserve success, etc, etc, then it sounds like it would be helpful to get support with that. And I'd recommend talking to a psychologist, a therapist, maybe a life coach or mindset coach, depending on their qualifications. And just to clarify, while I'm a psychologist by training, I'm not a therapist and I'm not saying that you should work with me or only me at least if this is your situation because mindset stuff is pretty deep work. It's not um, something that I can just help you solve in like a consult call. The main thing I want you to walk away with today is that if it's hard for you to show up in your business, to publish the thing, to get the things done, to follow through on your plans, to stick to a schedule, your mindset may still be just fine. And there may be easier tweaks to make that could improve your situation pretty quickly without you having to do a deep mindset work. 
And that if anyone ever makes you feel bad about yourself or your mindset, please know that they may not be in a position to be talking about mindset at all. And they certainly don't deserve your money. Oh, and hey, last week I shared an episode, which was actually a consult call that I recorded with Teresa, a really cool copywriter I've gotten to know on the Instagrams. She suspected that maybe some mindset gremlins were at play because she was having a hard time spending her work time effectively, um, but she didn't feel like her workload was that excessive. And what we found was that she just needed some more supportive structures in her schedule and in her task planning. So if you didn't listen to that episode yet, you might like to listen to that one. And in next week's episode, I'm going to dive into how I approach quote-unquote mindset stuff in my work. I would appreciate it so much if you let me know what you thought about this episode. I'm a bit nervous about putting it out there. <laughs> and maybe message me on Instagram at the Jenna Hilleberg or post a screenshot of this episode in your stories and tag me and share what you thought because I'm just really, really curious to hear how this lands for you. Thank you so much for spending your valuable time with me, and I hope to catch you in the next episode. Bye. Hey, thank you so much for listening. If you want support with productivity and balance as a business owner, you can find details about how we can team up at jennahilberg.com. And I'm always happy to answer questions or comments through email or in my Instagram DMs. I hope that we get to chat soon.